you're in the tub having a lovely time. Bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, shit. You fell asleep. You fell asleep. You've been in there for hours. You got to go. You got to go to work. You've been in there for hours. You've been in there all day. It's This is Deals and Scams. I'm Owen. I'm Wayne. I'm Sandy. Welcome back to Deals and Scams. My name is Owen. I will be your host for this week. This is the show where each week our contestants, who are the same people every week, so I guess they're not contestants, bring a deal and a scam. And we discuss, we decide whether it is a deal or a scam, and uh, hopefully we don't get scammed. Sandy, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Sandy. I'm bringing today's deal. And what's my catchphrase, Sandy? Your catchphrase is, what's the deal? That's incorrect. Wayne, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Wayne. I thought I was also bringing the deal, so I'm kind of confused right now. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's clear that up. Um, Wayne is doing the deal. I know. I fucked up. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, um, I did prepare a scam, just for the record. I did, like, oh, okay. I did, like, also prepare a deal. But no, don't worry. All right. Don't worry. All right, all right. So Sandy, Sandy scammed himself by yeah. thinking he brought in a deal <laughs> when he was actually bringing in a scam. Sandy, Sandy, you're bringing in a scam. But, but yeah, before we get to that, let's start off with Wayne. What is your deal? The deal this week, puppy play. So Okay, wait, puppy play. Puppy play, yes. Can you explain? Yes, puppy play is the fetish kink BDSM activity where consenting adults role play as puppies and or dogs of various ages. So are they they, both puppies? um, (laughs) There are several different dynamics. So puppy play Mm, describes mm. the role play between puppies as well as between a master and a puppy, a human master and a puppy. And both of these relationships can be are typically dominant submissive. Um, Though... It doesn't have to be. It can describe it. Puppy play can be among equals. All right, Wayne, I'm just going to say it. The first thing that comes to mind when you say puppy play is furries. Tell me. So, so explain, explain to me why, it's, where, uh, what is the difference? Have you ever heard about the debate between dwarf planets and planets? Oh, hell yes. I've heard about that debate. The, the kind of no matter what definition you go by, ultimately the cutoff point is usually arbitrary. And such is my understanding for the difference between puppy play and furries. I'm ah, sure okay. many people's many people's uh, role play and activities uh, would fall into both categories. Uh, and they may choose to identify more as puppy play or more um, as a furry. But from my understanding, both what, what these two kinds of pet play um, or animal play have in common uh, is a named character. Typically, pra- practitioners have a named character for what um, their name is. And both are obviously kinds of animals. Just very, just from my okay. impression. Okay, okay. But here's my question, Wayne. Why is, you have not explained why this is a deal. You've now told, you've now given me a, a, a seminar on puppy play, which honestly, good, because I didn't know <laughs> what it was. But, wh- but why is this a deal, Wayne? So I think wh- in order to understand how this is a deal, we need to understand the role of um, dogs in our society. Oh, shit. All right. Because 
people do not acknowledge the role of dogs in our society. You know, we see them as companions. Mm -hmm. And we see them at best as, as members of our family. Um, and we see them sometimes as colleagues, you know, in their professional capacities. Right. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But we see dogs as call. Oh. Yes, we see dogs as colleagues. The dogs who have jobs. Yes. Yeah, like a like at a like a drug dog. Or, yeah. Yeah, drug dog. dogs, bomb dogs. Or a blind dog. Sheep, Thank you, exactly. Sheep dogs. Sheep dogs, yeah. Sheep dogs. They yeah, run around exactly. the sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, require yeah. dogs and their sense of smell now more than ever. Wait, okay. We'll get back to that. Dogs are a huge part of our society. Yes, I do agree. I do. Like, yes, I agree. Yes. I agree on that completely. First of all, we th there's no right. The dog dogs' rights are not guaranteed in the Constitution. You know, they're not. They, they are acting as a member of our society, but they are not. They are not fully acknowledged. Um, as members of our society, they're nothing to wait. us. They're, we literally consider them animals. Wait, Wayne, I, I hate to I hate to pull you up here, but but is this about dogs or is this about puppy play? Because the, I, this I, right I here is about though, dogs. Right, I okay, think so, I see. I think I see where Wayne is going with this. Okay, okay, keep going, Wayne. The place where this is going is that once we acknowledge that dogs have a legitimate and necessary, and in many ways co-equal part of our society. Um, it becomes obvious um, that a human may want or need to fulfill that role as well. Okay, wait. Do, are you into puppy play, Wayne? Tell me. Just answer this question. Do um, would you I've never do puppy tried play? It. Okay, that is not an answer to my question. I would not. You would but... not. Okay, that's no. That is an answer. I oh, you... because because you could say, oh, I'm I've never tried it. That's a uh -huh. cop out answer. That's a bullshit answer. But saying <laughs> I would not. Now that's a definitive. Yeah. That's a definitive statement. Of but identity. here's a question. So I mean, people can change. So <laughs> you know, maybe what like I'm not you know, the rest of my life, maybe I'll never do, but like, I'm not yeah. saying I'll never do it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just In the long run, nothing is fixed. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. But Owen, oh, what was, I feel like I mean, so you were introducing these power dynamics. Yes. And it's like dog and dog master, yes. human master and dog. But I'm wondering, is there a third possibility for a dog master and a human? <laughs> 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 like, I don't know what that would be. Like, is that not the greatest in sexual satisfaction? Because say, okay, and now I know that's a, I know that's a hot take, but let's say, for instance, you were into that, and then what's hotter than being a person who is being subjugated by a dog, right? By a dog, Cause, the, yeah, because yeah. dogs are are in our society considered lower than humans. Exactly. Therefore, what's lower than a dog? Scum. And apparently that's hot for some people, right? Yeah. So, well, I take issue with the the idea that dogs are somehow lower than us in society. I think certainly they need a great deal of care, but right. you wouldn't say like babies are like the lowest member of society. <laughs> I would say that. No, I. I okay, would well, not I guess say we that. disagree on that. No, point, I would. Owen. I would also not say that. I would. I would know. There's no like category of life. I would say is the lowest life form. You know. 
Exactly. Thank you. There's no like food chain model to society. That's okay, kind of I feel like, exactly. I feel like I'm being called out here. I don't mean to insult dogs. I love I love dogs. I'm saying mm-hmm. that. He, oh, he loves dogs. Everyone. I, I swear. I, dogs. No. Sandy's best friend. <laughs> no, my best friends are dogs. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think that in this dynamic, typically, typically, and I don't think this is controversial, the dog is below the human in terms of is is submissive to the human in this yes. dynamic that you're describing right okay but Wayne see my question is ultimately i understand your your pitch about the appeal of it but how is it a deal like in what way does it embody the deal it's a deal in that any employment you may take is fundamentally a deal so when when you go to a job mm-hmm. you say this is what i bring to the job i bring these skills and I will get paid in some terms of in some compensation. And I think it is legitimate for a person to look at the skills and requirements of a dog and the skills and requirements and rewards of a person and say, you know what? I'd rather be a dog. I'd rather take this deal. Oh, uh, the shit. dog deal than the human deal. Okay. Okay. That is, le- that is legitimate. And so, Oh, but wait. that agreement well- that choice of choosing dog over person, right. that is a deal. It's a better deal to be a dog mm. than it is to be a human being. Well, for the- these people, right? And that right. the fact that they can pursue the best deal is a deal. Right. Owen, any thoughts on that? Yeah, well... I can see it in your face. Like, is that a legitimate choice you can make as a person to be like, I'm just going to be a dog? Like... Well, it's not a 24-7 thing for most people. <laughs> for most people, the puppy play is contained. But it's more of um, uh, the, the job example is a bad example. What I'm really talking about is yeah. um, the social expectations uh, and rewards. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's more about that than like... When you're a person, you have to say, hi, my name is Wayne. Nice to meet you. Shake hands, right? But when you're a dog, you can just sniff each other's butts and then get belly rubs. And I see that as very... Uh, legitimate Wayne, you're really selling me on you're really selling me on this concept right now i i i agree you're right because it's not just about making money it's about these little responsibilities of just like being a person and having to continually exist in polite society i don't know man being a dog does sound pretty appealing yeah but see there's a difference between the appeal that being a dog having all your responsibilities taken care of loved by your owner and puppy play. Those are very how, different. How is how are these different? Dude. Well, well, they're kind of two. It's it's the, the difference between them is whether you spend an, a couple hours on the weekends or you spend 24-7 um like all of your life as a puppy. That's the difference between them, whether it's is an activity it? or a lifestyle. Because because it it contained within the umbrella of puppy play is the idea that you're no longer a person, right? That's inherent. I think it's um I, I don't think um most people who do puppy play have to abdicate their personhood. I'm certain they just feel like, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of different things to different people. You know, you, you can be like, you know, you can be a family member, you can be a friend, you can be employed. Like all of us contain multitudes, Sandy. But what I'm saying is while you're doing while you're engaging in puppy play, you're not any of those things, right? Well, I, are, are you my friend when you're with your family? Like, it's kind of a 
Ah, it's a mm. category error. Okay, okay, touche, touche. It's you're just not living that part of your life in that moment. Right, mm. right. I think the thing is, I'm sold. I'm sold on puppy play, as it is just a like a sexual act between consenting adults who want to do it. But I'm not sure. more sold on it than other consenting sexual acts between adults. You know, it's not like it. You haven't. You've. It gets me to the like the same level of like yeah if if that's what you want go for it. Here's here's but what I'd say about that. Yeah, I think we have this justification for any sexual act uh, between two consenting adults. Okay, which is um just exactly what you mentioned. It's like people are free to do whatever they want. Like, go for it. Like, we're not gonna interfere with it at all. I also buy that justification. Kind of the deal here is that I like used the dog thing to wedge open another like kind of weird novel justification for this uh like lifestyle and sexual act which kind of didn't need justifying right i i agree it doesn't need justifying but mm. i you think can that justify it in this way it, yeah you could sell it to someone in this way the, to me this is not justification as the act justifies itself it's mm-hmm. about selling it to someone <laughs> and Owen's not buying. No, Owen, well, I, I just am, I'm just buying. really trying to understand. Let me just say this: I would love to be a dog. Like mm-hmm. it sounds so great. I fully understand that. But I'm just trying to understand why it is hot for some people. Because mm. for me, it's just like, yo, I'm. I would if I could hit a button and be a well loved dog in like a, a like a relevant, relatively affluent household. Mm-hmm. You know, some nice kibble spelly pat mm. great but that's just not it's like it doesn't turn me on though you know like so i'm trying to understand that i'm trying to understand why it is hot well like bdsm yeah. there's not always uh, a sexual component to it but there is like for some people some of the time but for plenty of people i'm sure they just enjoy the mores of being a dog this uh, that's interesting. This is an interesting yeah. uh, assertion. That and I'm I... sure for some people, it's all that sex. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sandy, do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts on Puppy Boy? Look, I gotta say, mm-hmm. uh, whatever weight is selling, I'm buying. Okay. I think this is a deal. I think it's a deal. That being said, we don't all have to agree. Yeah. It's you're. It's perfectly reasonable that you don't think this is a deal, Owen. I. I it's fine. not. I, you know what? I. I'm not gonna say it's not a deal. Okay. I'm not gonna say it's not a deal. And I honestly think we might end up talking about it a bit more in the next section, which we're mm-hmm. about to get to. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to reserve. I'm going to reserve my opinion for the end of the episode for now. But I will say, Wayne, you've made a convincing argument. Thank you. Yeah. I think um, you know, Owen. The whole point of a deal is that you can walk away from it. Ooh, good point. You can always walk away. You can always walk away from a deal, but you can never walk away from a scam. Yeah. Oh, good transition. Good transition. Fantastic. All right, Sandy. Tell us about this week's scam. All right, this week's scam is the Westminster Dog Show. Holy so, shit. This this is not a very I, I will say this this event has its fair share of detractors, right? PETA hates this event. Lots of people hate this mm-hmm. event because mm-hmm. they say it's bad for dogs, right? It incentivizes some weird practices like cutting tails and cutting ears. I don't know about that. Oh, kinda, what? Yeah, did you not know that? Yeah, they they I for like Dobermans, Dobermans especially get their ears cut and their tails cut off, so they're like a a little stub. So that's that messed up. Yeah, isn't 
yeah, it, that's all right. It's, crazy. it's a scam. I'm calling it now. Okay, but no, I want to hear more about why it's a scam. But dang, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so that's the very simple justification for it being a scam, right? Um, it it encourages like kind of valuing purebreds over other dogs, which is kind of weird because it's like a dog is a dog, right? Like why? I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense. Like a dog is not there to aesthetically please you. It's like there to provide something more than that. And I think to view it as an aesthetic object is is missing the entire point of like caring for another another little life, you know? But here's my personal take. I think it goes beyond that it's bad for dogs. It is bad oh, for shit. dogs. But here's my personal take. So do you guys know the breed standards? Have you no. heard of this before? Okay. No. The, what the breed standards? Yeah. So the breed standards are like a code of it's like a written description of the ideal dog of every breed, right? So there's an ideal poodle, there's an ideal Doberman, and it's just like, it's written out, right? What? And it was written out in like the mid-1800s when the Westminster Dog Show was established, right? Yo, that's old. It, it, it's old as They've been doing this for a long time. It's, it's fun fact. It is the oldest televised event in American history. No fucking way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that oh, wait, wait, wait. Isn't Westminster in England? Oh, yeah. Oh, you. so this is another fun fact. It's not an English event. It's at a purely American event. What? It, it's named after the Westminster Hotel in New York. Uh, what? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, well, it's okay. true. So go on. I, I, didn't, right. I don't want to. I'll, I'll, I'll get to the point. I'll get to the point. Okay. Quick. Okay. But basically. The breed standard, to me, sums up what the event is overall, right? The breed standard is a written description of something that doesn't exist, invented <laughs> to invented at a time when standards for dogs maybe mattered more than they do today, right? The breed standard is based off what that dog's original job was. So there were like hunting dogs and dogs meant for fetching birds and so they would describe the perfect dog for hunting or the perfect dog for doing a certain job right now we don't use dogs for those purposes or we do but in very small numbers right and yet those breed standards haven't changed or they've changed very slightly in literally hundreds of years and i think that is a perfect representation of the event overall it's this ancient stupid thing that only continues because of tradition and because people are like oh it's it's tradition we just do westminster but it doesn't go beyond that if you stop if you stop and think about it for one second it kind of hurts most people involved except for maybe the judges like nobody gets paid to be in westminster there's Wait, no there's, there's no, no prize money there's no prizes there's no prize money well, is this crazy uh, all right wayne what are your thoughts because i i have a i have a few thoughts about these standards yeah, yeah. Okay. Me. I want to hear. So, it. animal cruelty aside, I really do understand why people are attracted to the tradition. I think when you say, like, oh, like they're just doing some 100, like 200 year old nonsense, like just for no reason. And it's like, well, no, the reason is that, like, the reason it's 200 years old is the reason that they're doing it. Like, at what the Westminster Dog Show has no grip on american popular culture at this point but 200 years ago that was like the fanciest thing you could do or maybe one of the fanciest things and to win the westminster dog show was 
got you a lot of status let's say Mm. and so now like status 200 years later um we like the people in the westminster dog show are not doing it for the money that like they're doing it for the prestige and the tradition and the 200 years old um the 200 years yeah and this almost like sisyphean task of um trying to get these like ever and ever closer to these perfect dog dimensions well all right so i guess we we can talk before we just tear the westminster dog show to shreds we can appreciate it for a few things i have to clear my throat again number one i mean being what you just said wayne there is a certain tradition traditional aspect there's something kind of fun about imagining animals being very fancy you know (laughs) Like a fancy dog. All right, touche. You got me there. It is yeah. fun to imagine animals oh, it's being so fancy. Fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. And they're so cute. Like dogs, are, are, uh, our producer mentioned dogs are cute. And I'm like, that is true. They are so fucking cute. That is a very basic fact, but it's one that I think everybody could get behind. And then when you add the fancy component, mm. it's very, I don't know, it's very enticing to right. a viewer. Like, I think such that's fair. Me. I think that's fair because it's like a dog you think, oh, a dog, it, it'll like eat poop or whatever. And then you see it <laughs> prancing around and then you're Eating like, oh, poop. that's so cute. It thinks it's fancy. It thinks it's a person, you know, that's cute. I feel like I'm coming off very anti-dog. For the record, I'm no, not, no. I love a dog. I love dogs. Well, okay. When you were talking to these standards, Sandy, I yes. agree they rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And I, yeah. Like just saying, you know, they're old. To me, yes, they're old. But something is wrong. Like some, there's something else that's wrong. And for me, it feels like kind of eugenics-y. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't even. I haven't even gotten. I'm gonna. Yeah. You know what? I want, now is the perfect time to share with you this fun fact. Oh, okay? uh, I so, have a feeling this fact you're gonna say is not gonna be that fun. Okay, but I'm it's ready not for fun. It. It's somewhat upsetting. But yeah. recently, in 2004, they introduced mutts to the to the to the to the Westminster Dog Show. Huh. Before this, no mutts. It was purebreds only. Okay. Right? Because the whole point was to get closest to this this pure idea of a dog, right? You know what they call the mutts in Westminster? They call them all Americans. That that feels weird. It feels like coded, huh. like calling Jews intellectuals. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, quite frankly. All it's Americans. Pretty... Yeah, America is known as like the great mixing pot, right? And yeah. so I think they're kind of. Dropping a little calling card to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about it. I mean, would you have just left it as mutt? Like, the mutt category? What would you have called? Yeah, I mean, mutt, I, I think mutt is fine. Yeah, mutt's fine. the word mutt. I like, agree, it's yeah. just called the normal dog. Yeah, exactly. Or just dog. Like, dog. just call it the dog category. Yeah, like, ooh, I would, yeah, I could see it being called, like, open dog. Yeah, <laughs> I. that's great. Open yeah. dog. Like, the, the category is just called category. open dog. That's so good. Yeah. So wait. Yeah, so it's called All-American. But that is interesting, though, because how do they apply standards to the mutts? Because mutts are also different, right? Right. So they don't they don't uh, apply they don't apply the the breed standards to mutts. They put them through like, you know, uh, they can compete in like uh, agility competitions and whatnot. Hmm. Yeah, that that. I mean, that, that's a big part of these dog shows I feel like we should talk about is like the physical component, getting the dogs to do the tricks. That's big. Yeah. 
that I'm honestly fine with. I feel like that's a cool way to do a dog show. Like just get him to do a fun trick, you know, because then it's like you're perform you're doing a little performance with your dog. That feels more like, you know, partners figure skating mm. than one person parading around this like this little life that they've sculpted to look like some made up idea of a dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sandy, I want to get back to you were about to go off about. I mean, did you have anything else to say about the eugenics other than the uh, the fact you gave me the all American? Oh no, that was that was the main fact. Honestly. Well, I mean, I feel like this is a common criticism of, and I will be completely honest. I absolutely love pugs. Right? Pugs are great dog. Mm-hmm. Ten mm-hmm. on ten dog. Yeah. But it is true that. They're like, they don't have great health. We can admit this. This is a fact. Yeah. yeah. My cousins have, um, I think they've had two or three pugs and two of them have gone blind. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's like upset. very young. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we to do about these cute dogs that we like kind of made to, like we literally made these dogs too cute. We owe these dogs mm. a debt in some ways, in the same way that like we owe pigeons a debt, you know? Like, yeah, we we bred these creatures to do something for us. So we can't just leave them out in the cold, you know. Ultimately, my big take on Westminster Dog Show is that I don't even think that it's the worst thing in the world. Right. There are much worse things out there. And (laughs) Uh quite, quite frankly, I think there are good ways to do a dog show. But I think that it is the perfect definition of a scam. Right. Everybody involved feels like they're being scammed. The, the humans, because they don't get any money, they just spend a bunch of money to, to get prestige, which is this nonsense ephemeral thing anyway. And the dogs feel like they're being scammed because, yes, they get, like, some niceties. They get, like, a steak dinner afterwards if they win. But, like, ultimately, so many dogs are being hurt by this process that it doesn't feel worth it. So I feel like everybody involved, except for maybe the judges, is kind of getting scammed in some way. Are we getting scammed? Mm. by talking about it by watching and or being fans of the westminster dog show mm. my reaction is no but the buck has to stop somewhere right right like they're not taking from anything from us when we watch but i don't like watching it so maybe if i were to watch it i would be losing my time yeah well okay so here's here's my question though sandy because i feel like one of the things I want to do on this show on deals and scams is really try and get into the heads of people who get scammed so that mm. we ourselves can avoid being scammed. Right, right. And so that our listeners can be aware of the scam pitfalls and also avoid them. So what do you think like goes into the mind of someone who does these shows? Who you, you You're saying this person is getting scammed. Like, wh- like, there's no money? I can't believe that. That's crazy. So how do they... Yeah, like, how are they well, getting so scammed? What's going on? Okay, so I suppose the main thing to me is prestige, right? And I could be wrong. I don't participate in these shows. That being said, I have done things for prestige in my life, right? Like, I feel like... Scam. Scam. I think prestige is probably the world's biggest scam. It's this... It's this, it's this, you know, nonsense thing that people want, but it's hard to articulate why. 
And it's hard to articulate exactly how it helps. I'm not saying it doesn't help, but it's hard to articulate exactly how. And I think that ultimately the Westminster Dog Show is a perfect example of the larger scam of prestige. Mm. Yeah, honestly, I think Wayne kind of hit the nail on the head earlier when we were talking about dogs and society, because dogs really are society. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, they they live and work among us. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like these two, on one hand, we have the scam of prestige. And on the other hand, we have the deal of like, not being sexually repressed, you know, what's the word for that? There's a word. Liberated. Yeah, there we go. The opposite of repression, liberated. And it's all it's all represented just by dogs. Yeah. I think um the uh Westminster dog show is probably a scam for most humans who enter and lose. Right. But for the winner, I mean, the prestige likely translates into status. Yeah. I mean, because like like dog breeding is like like anything else. It's a whole little world, right? Yeah, yeah you yeah. run in those circles, you know? Yeah, right. you, thank you. And if you win the Westminster dog show you are the hottest shit to walk into any room you walk into for the next year. And my argument is that people probably want that. They want a chance at that status much more so than they want money. And I think that that status can certainly be translated into money. Uh, Like if, if a dog breeder wins Westminster with one of their dogs, they can sell dogs to other dog breeders to breed more dogs. Exactly. And if you want, and if you're fancy and you just have too much money and you like want a special kind of dog and you want to buy a dog from the, like, you know, the person who won Westminster, right? Right. That person can charge you the biggest number they can think of and you can likely pay it. Yeah. All right. One final question about this whole dog show. And maybe it will lead to other questions, but so what do we we didn't really answer what do we do about these standards like do we just get rid of them what is the new what is the new westminster dog show is it just no standards open dog it, it's a, i think the question is um the agility test strikes me as um and other performance things strike me as a movement from an aesthetic competition to an athletic competition i agree i agree mm. and i think i think that an athletic competition involving dogs is kind of the ideal dog show. I, I see real no real problems with that. I suppose that if you start taking it too seriously, you run into the same problems that like the Olympics run into. But that's what I was I, thinking. Right. But yeah, I think dog Olympics sounds a lot better to it me. Sounds fun. Than dog show. At least a lot more fun. But that I think it might be the problem because are we just being like, what do we think is fun? Let's make dogs do it. I think a lot of those yeah. um, agility and like strength and speed tests, um, they rely on so much direction and training from uh, the owner. And that requires like a very deep and like intimate bond. And I think like that's the part of the uh, like owner dog relationship that we want to celebrate, you Ooh, know, yeah. not the aesthetic criteria of the dog. I agree. I agree. And I, I, I can't help but feel that dogs would think that was more fun. I think that yes. if you get too intense about training, you could certainly uh, make a dog sad. Yeah. But... Oh, the trophy could be a treat. 
Well, that's <laughs> going to be so that they sick, immediately guys. feed to the dog. Yeah, that the dog, the dog who wins the dog Olympics immediately gets to eat this treat. That's the thing. I think that the only thing that the Westminster Dog Show has figured out is that's what the dogs get if they win. They get a full Wait, steak get? dinner from Sardi's, which is a famous restaurant in Holy New shit. York. So they get like a big, a big steak, like a big steak. Dude, it, it, like a real steak. Like a real steak. I don't, th- I don't wow. know if it's cooked, but do, do dogs eat cooked food? No. I right? mean, pro- okay, maybe it is. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, okay. I assume it wouldn't be bad for them, right? Yeah, maybe it's like lightly cooked. But yeah, no, they get a big steak from Sardi's and they get to go to town on that steak. And it costs, yeah, exactly. It costs, our producer Catherine just said, it costs hundreds of dollars, which indeed it does. Those are expensive steaks. You think the owner ever takes a little bite? Maybe. I would. No, the same reason, like, no matter how tasty your dog food is, like. But you've taken a bite. You've tried it. (laughs) Yeah, but that wasn't food that my dog was currently wait eating. wait you've tried dog food wait who has not yeah. owned a dog Sandy. and not tried dog food? you've like... tried dog food on this is puppy play what what i mean who crazy? hasn't tried puppy play <laughs> <laughs> you got well, sandy don't tell me you haven't looked at dog food and been like that could be a crunchy crunch i've never done that you don't just get curious no dude don't you ever just look at those kibbles and be like put that in a bowl add some milk cereal but i have cereal why don't you just eat cereal dog cereal interesting okay look guys i think we should do an episode where we all eat dog food live on the pod i think that's what this is leading to but look i feel as though that 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 brings us to a nice a satisfying circular close to our discussion of this dog show a perfect close indeed a a perfect another another perfect episode Uh, judges oh they're deciding the judges are deciding 10 10 oh 10 9 uh, uh, we were close we were close God to a damn perfect it. episode we were close um let's say uh, oh and how do you want to bring us home i want to say i want us each to say something positive about dogs all right what i'm gonna say about dogs is that friendship it's the truest friendship that's what I got to say. The purest friendship. I agree. As, as a man who's never owned a dog, I feel I should go last. So, Wayne, do you have anything to, to add about dogs? Uh, you'd have to give me a second. Everything good about dogs is cliche. So, I mean, but cliches, sometimes they're good. You have to actually give me a second. I want to say something like meaningful. You know? Okay, we can, we can pause and cut this out because I also have to think yeah. of something. Well, I, was, I mean, I could have gone with just the old-fashioned dog backwards as God. <laughs> it's a fun fact. All right, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll say it then. You all right, cut all right. everything before this out. My, uh, my fun fact about dogs is that dog spelled backwards is God. Mm. <laughs> you just yep. stole it. That's the... No, <laughs> don't tell. We're supposed to cut that part out. Yeah, the, the, the listeners will never know that it's a stolen joke. Yeah. Okay, I would like to point out to all our listeners that right now, Sandy is wearing one AirPod and one corded That is not true. I'm wearing two corded No. Oh my God, they're both corded. Okay, from my angle, it really looked like you were wearing one AirPod and one corded. 
that's kind of powerful to wear one airpod yeah i was like is sandy just on a business call this whole time (laughs) just can't gotta keep the airpod on dude yeah exactly i gotta keep my airpods in yeah i actually don't really have anything profound and positive to say about dogs yeah it doesn't have to be profound i have something profound and negative to say about dogs (laughs) all right okay all right hit us wayne okay so in different media sometimes you hear dog as an insult and i thought like why like why is dog an insult like um is it because they're submissive and um, I think that's part of it. But in the context of this um, this piece of media, which I was watching, uh, the term dog was an insult because dogs blindly follow those they love without regard to um, the morality of the actions of those they follow. So the protagonist in, in this media, the protagonist was calling um, a henchman of the bad guy they're like you henchman of the bad guy you're a dog like you're a bad you're he wasn't calling him a bad dog but he was calling him a, a dog in a negative light yeah they weren't doing puppy play okay this was exactly they weren't doing yeah. puppy play it was because um the henchman was like blindly following the bad guy and it just occurred to me that you know if there was someone evil who wanted to kill me and he had a dog he could be like here boy like go kill that person and the dog would, because he loves his master, would unthinkingly kill me. And on that note, we're going to call it an episode this week on deals and scams. Thank you for listening. A special thank you to our sponsor this week, Nerd Wallet, a slim metal plated wallet that will fit right into your butt cheeks that stores all of your Bitcoin so you can Jack off to those prices going sky high in the comfort of your home, your car, or even your backyard. So put that wallet in your cheeks and get going. Nerd wallet.